Hello, this is Big Wave Sound Media. What's going on, guys? Brand new episode coming to you. I actually have a special guest on for today's episode. It's so special, and so is she. Uh, as a matter of fact, before I forget, um, I did want to give some love to India for giving me so much love. I've seen that you guys have actually surpassed America in downloads and listening time. So, you know, I'm going to try and reach out and ranch out into more um, Hindu or uh, Indian dealings just so that, you know, I can I can show you guys some of that love, but also covering those topics that you folks may be interested in. Anyways, I wanted to introduce my co-host here for today, uh, D. Hello. Yeah, you know, and uh, again, this is somebody who I believe is very intelligent. <laughs> I trust their wittiness. We go back and forth sometimes, and it gets real heated. Uh, yeah, so you know, I wanted to bring you on. Not real heated like today. It's, I don't think it's gonna get heated. But, you know, we just be passionate about what we talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, whatever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's subjects actually something that's very close to me <clears throat> is uh, I wanted to talk talk about how I'm believing. I'm starting to believe that YouTube, the manosphere on YouTube, anyway, that they call it. Or you got uh, Abba and Preach, O'Shea Duke, O'Shea Duke Jackson, Kevin Samuels, uh, MTR, all those all those channels. You know, I'm not knocking them, but they're I'm just pointing them out as part of the manosphere that they're calling them, and they may not consider that themselves. But I'm just saying it for reference. I'm believing that I'm starting to think the manosphere on YouTube is starting to become toxic and a bit poisonous. Uh, especially to this generation where we spend most of our time on the screen or on YouTube or we're watching something. You got a lot of people coming out with what's mostly the, like what you said, it's opinion, a bunch of guys who have had opinions and experiences personal to them that they're now, they're putting on their channel, like, guys, if, you know, if a woman don't act like this or yada, 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 now she ain't right. Um, and I'll be watching. I'm just sitting there like, well, I don't know. I can't agree with everything somebody says. For example, one podcast channel or one channel, they go, uh, well, I'll use Fresh and Fit for an example because they recently just had this scandal come out. Uh, they go, oh, well, you should make you should make a woman desire you so you can get her soul. You want to take her soul, you know. And the only way to do that is uh, if you you get you some abs and you get you a bunch of money and you uh, just don't take any disrespect and speak in a certain tone. And it's like all that all that stuff is good and well. But I don't believe that women are so simple. I don't think women are such simple creatures that you can... You can just create this this loadout or this this setup of things you do, and now automatically you go out and you don't get you a woman. You know, you might get you a woman, but I think you get you a woman who's looking for something that is not you. Does that make sense? You know, like uh, yeah. like gold diggers, right? Like, there's a lot of dudes who. Like, again, fresh and fit, they say, if you got a bunch of money, the woman going to respect you. Well, 
that could be that's possible but then you might still just run into a woman who they see you got a million dollars and they trying to get 500,000 of that or the whole million um like how do you feel about like you used to watch me watch some of this manosphere youtube stuff in situations like, like that i feel like you attract whatever you are if you're somebody who feels like your value is the fact that you have a bunch of money you're going to find a bunch of women who only see your money or value in the money that you have. Mm. So, you know, if that's what you put out there, that's what you're going to get. And then guys get upset when they run into those kind of women, even though they they pretty much say that that's what they're going to attract is women who like them for their money or only want them for their money or, you know, just have that mindset about them. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, oh, they desire me. Yeah, they they want me. And there's, I I agree with you. There's a confusion that um, I told you a long time ago. I misconstrued uh, love for possession at times. And because it's me, because I am me and I'm running my body and my mind, it didn't look like that to me. It looked like (laughs) just a regular, I'm just doing the right thing. You think it's the right thing. <clears throat> but then when you look back on it, hindsight 2020, you just go, wow, I can't believe I sat there and thought like um, somebody, uh, Abba from Abba and Preach was interviewing one of the fans of Fresh and Fit. And the guy goes, not Abba, but the dude he's interviewing goes, um, I texted this girl some real toxic sh- after she some real toxic stuff after she rejected me or she didn't uh, she said she didn't want to you know go out with me or whatever and Abba's like well why didn't you just not talk to her anymore why did you send her why did you send her that a big long toxic paragraph because <laughs> his you ego know? was hurt it was that <laughs> of course and you know what he said he said I'm not no pussy ass nigga you, you, you imagine if I didn't say anything at all imagine if I had, imagine if I had said oh well you know, I appreciate your time and that, you know, you don't want to hang out with me, but maybe we can hang out next time. I was like, that would have been 100 times better yeah. than whatever Making it is. Making a fool of yourself. Right, and showing her that you you so worried about what she thinks about you, that it probably wouldn't have worked out anyway. Yep. Because that's exactly... All those all those kinds of messages, messages do is tell women that they dodged the bullet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's those dudes with those large egos that don't realize like, <laughs> I was the best thing ever. <laughs> she just missed out. Yeah, she missed out on shotgun shells. <laughs> <clears throat> like, um, I couldn't, you know, I don't know. There's this uh, feeling I have where I be trying to get people to understand the same way I do. And uh, I feel like that's kind of... Um, What's the word? Naive. It's like very naive to think that somebody would respect the situation the same way you do or respect the conversation the same way you do. But how do you know? Like, how do you know, like, what type of person somebody is after a while? Like, my buddy, I'm going to I'm sorry. My buddy, Jalen, he goes, I listen to I listen to a girl's music, what she liked to listen to. I like to see what she liked to listen to to try and figure out what she on because... I hung out with some girls. He goes, I hung out with some girls who listen to Young Thug and 
um, young NBA young boy, and they ratchet as hell. They don't they don't want to um, do anything else, but act a fool. They got all this stuff going on with them, and that could have just been his experience. That's probably not all girls who listen to young boy. Right. But still, as an example. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was a guy on Instagram who was basically saying that like y'all girls are thugs. Y'all out here listening to. All kinds of music like that. City girl. <laughs> now, you know, the city girls is a whole nother thing. But it's it's different when, you know, all you listen to is like, you know, thug music. That city girls isn't really like thug music. That's I don't I don't know what you that's a different genre. I feel you that's not thug music. You don't think so? City girls is not thug music. That's just like <sighs> that's, that's not thug that's music. That's bad bitch music. That's it. That's bad bitch music. Oh yeah. no. That's a that's that's that genre. That's a whole different thing. Bad bitch. Uh well, that term fits. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a double edged sword. Not to really. say that everything that they say in those songs is right, like the way that they're going about mm-hmm. things are, you know. So the socially acceptable <clears throat> quote unquote way that you should do things, but yeah, you know it speaks. It has a certain you know vibe. It speaks to a certain kind of empowerment. Would you say? Um, I mean, um, a certain you know, type of feeling that women have. Yeah, right? like you know, like freedom. Yeah, it's like that. You know, you're getting ready to go out and you know go out in the town, be cute, and you know just like do your thing your bag, and do your not thing. worry about men. Yeah, I noticed that like. And I bet you the manosphere, YouTube manosphere uses that a lot, like women's music nowadays to try and push the idea that women aren't shit now because of that. Yeah. I don't believe it. I think that just like with, you know, kids, you kind of have self-control over what it is that you allow into your temple. What was you going to yeah. say? I, I think the difference that, that men may not appreciate is that before when music, as far as sexuality and music goes, it was coming from the men's point of view where they're like, ooh, these girls out here, big booties. Yeah. Me, I want to be all up in all of them, and that was like that was that. But you know, Aww. now there's a now there's a, a flip side of that that's more prevalent in music, where it's women who instead of listening to a bunch of songs that are about men using women, is mm. songs about women using men. Yeah, and men are hurt, and they are, they don't like it. <laughs> and that's um. Well, go ahead if you was. I mean, but I mean, like you said, it's a double edged sword because it's the same. It's the same exact feeling that women have been talking about for years when we're like you know they just sexualize us in music they just you know only want to talk about you know using us for various purposes and stuff like that but now men are getting that feeling where they're like y'all only want us for our money and it's like well y'all only want us for our ass like y'all been singing about that so now we're singing about this what's the difference classic miscommunication yeah Damn, we ain't been singing my shit. I ain't make no songs. Yeah, you ain't make no songs, <laughs> but you've been singing them. <laughs> but that don't mean that's how I feel. Exactly, like, and that's that the, the exact like, same thing yeah, for women, like women who listen to City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion and, you know, all the other bad bitches in the world. <laughs> Stand up. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and it's funny because you're literally any kind of woman, every kind of woman, you, you'd you be surprised who will listen to that music. And even if that's not the type of life that they're living, you know, housewives with four kids are out here listening to city girls like, I need a nigga who will swipe them visas. And I feel like if you was my wife, right, with four kids, <laughs> and you was like doing something, doing a task, listening to Megan Stanley, and the kids was playing outside or something, and uh-huh. you was just being ratchet for a second... For a minute, I'd be like, damn, remember when she was ratchet like that? <laughs> what, what, what? What is she doing? I'd be like, baby, can I 
talk, talk to you real quick. You know, upstairs. <laughs> it's not like I'm embodying that lifestyle, but when the song come on, you know, you just feel that. You know, you feel that, that vibe. vibe. Anyway, I'm sorry. I think we got off topic, but yeah, anyway. No, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, kind of. We were talking a little while, honestly, about the different effects of the toxicity of the manosphere and the ideas that men have that go on yeah. because of that environment, which is good. It's cool. It's still kind of interlocks and interwraps into what I'm about to talk about, which um, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about uh, the corrupt power dynamics within different industries. Uh, and I'm including social media too, right? Uh, I'm going to get to something else super important here in a second, but the reason I bring that up is because the situation we were just talking on or the things and ideas we were just discussing fresh and fit right the, okay so there's this thing i have a belief right just how there's sexually aggressive men there's sexually aggressive women but um it's it's difficult because in one moment in one situation you could offer a woman a hundred thousand to have sex with you right and she's just a high-end escort but then on another hand you know, you could be like, well, I'm not giving you this movie part or I'm not letting you on to my platform or I'm not giving you no access until you give me some access. You know, quid pro quo. And women do it, too. But like what guy is going to unless he's married, but what guy is going to be like, no, I'm not going to eat your pussy to get the part the Eddie Murphy's part in Superfly or whatever movie. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what, why am I bringing this up? So, like, I think. I was talking to D again once about how I would have a murderous rage if I figured out any of my homies or somebody I knew was out here trying to leverage their position to force women to have sex with them. Right? It's like, I mean, I'm going to get to the story, but it's like, um, example, fresh and fit, Myron and this nigga Winston, these niggas. They was up here messaging women, well, I'm not letting you on unless you do this for me, unless you fuck me, basically. And I think that's just some weak nigga shit. I think that's the same type of behavior and ideal beliefs that the toxic side of the manosphere of YouTube is promoting. And then dudes, on the, on the other hand, are getting mad at, like, Meg Thee Stallion and all these other artists who come out and they promote, like, women kind of bas- basically being free and just, like, saying, fuck <clears throat> it, get the bag. Because these niggas ain't doing shit anyway. They trying to run off after having sex with you. I think it's kind of fair. I think it's pretty fair, to be honest with you, that that's happening to guys now. But not, I don't think to this degree. I still wouldn't agree with a woman trying to bend a man over just for access. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted to, uh, the other reason I wanted to bring D on is because... I wanted to talk to her about a situation I heard or she brought to me about uh, Houston or somebody in Houston. I'm actually going to give her the floor on this one. I kind of talk about it um, in reference to this whole corrupt power dynamic yeah. that happens in this <clears throat> industry. This I'm, one particular being photography. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not it's not like a new thing. Everybody is very privy to you know, people leveraging their power for sexual favors, especially um, in the media or entertainment industry. But that photographer, um, his name is Kerry Fagan. He's a photographer based out of Houston. 
and very, you know, well-known and respected until recently. Um, <clears throat> he's worked with a lot of different celebrities and brands and all kinds of stuff. You know, you've probably seen a photo of his, even if you don't know him and just didn't know it. But um, recently it came to the floor that he's been, you know, engaging in that kind of behavior, um, using his role as a photographer to engage in very, really just creepy things with women, <laughs> of various women in various places um, on the internet over Skype. Um, there's a whole page on Instagram. Uh, it's at Stop Carrie Fagan, I believe. And there are tons of accounts. I believe this account just came up like two days ago and already there's like 20 or 30 different accounts from people who are like yeah this guy did this to me and a lot of people are they have the same story where they're like he reached out to me asked if we could like do a shoot he said he wanted to set up a skype call so that we could go over some looks and then um he said his computers or you know camera and microphone weren't working so he's just gonna be chatting with them through the chat box while they are on video talking to him and he's just gonna you know do whatever but basically all the women said the same thing where it was like kind of you know under sketchy conditions late at night then they would do it multiple times with this man and never even end up doing a photo shoot and I think he's been telling people that his laptop or his camera or whatever is broken since like 2012 2013 and it's it just when you go through all of the details it just the way that it comes out it just it's not a good look at all and it's very it's very much giving creep very much giving little dick energy but you know that's just my opinion very duplicitous acts and (laughs) there's one other thing you told me he works with he's worked with or still works with certain celebrities and things Uh like that which is kind of how he got his clout up or his uh, which well actually i don't know i'm not sure how his clout got so big right his clout got so high that celebrities started reaching out to him he could be connected in a way i believe um solange because solange is from houston and she works with a lot of different houston artists and creatives um that might have been one of the biggest things that brought attention to him because of that but yeah since then i mean he started off working at american apparel i believe he was lying to women and like telling them that he shot for american apparel american apparel i'm not sure if that's true or not but he was basically trying to use that as like oh yeah american apparel is looking for models so yeah you should you know let me shoot you even though that wasn't really the case um but yeah and also you know, leading off the top of that there is uh, a page now actually mm-hmm. called you said stop carrie fagan stop carrie fagan yep on instagram it's, it's at stop carrie fagan right mm-hmm so again, in case you didn't hear, it's at Stop Harry Fagan, Houston-based photographer who is, uh, again, he's uh, acting in duplicitous ways, very creepy ways, asking women to show them. Now I'm sure there's women he's actually taking photo shoots of, which we're we're seeing here on his Instagram page. There's women there, but now it just makes you wonder, hmm, what did those women have to do uh, to get their pictures up? You know, were they bothered? Were they harassed? 
you know, that, that anything happened between those dealings. Mm-hmm. And I want to say allegedly to all this stuff just so I don't get sued, but there seems to, I mean, even if you go to the page on Instagram, to the Stop Carrie Fagan page, uh, page, you will see all the testimonies and text messages shared that there's just pages of them, just pages of people talking about what he did and his tactics to try and get them in. The worst part about all of this is that, you know, um, and maybe he shouldn't say anything, but he has not said anything or responded to these allegations at all. Um, He's kind of doing the, if I don't say anything, it'll just all go away routine that people do, but. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work like that this time around. I don't, I I wouldn't do that, you know. If somebody came out, like, all these women started coming out saying I was sexually assaulting them, you know, lawyers be like, no, don't say anything, don't say anything at all. My first thing would be to make a live saying, I did not do any of this. Excuse me. I I mean, but not if it's true. I'm sure he'll probably just try and justify it and be like, oh, well, that really is, you know, how I did whatever the fuck. But the part about it is that you can't really, you can't, he can't really get out of the lie. Because he did it with nearly all everybody. Because he did he did it with so many women and told so many different stories about why it he couldn't use his video or microphone. It was like first first he was saying, Oh, like his connection is bad or something, then he said his laptop got stolen and then it was broken, so like something was messed up with it and then it was just like all kinds of stuff. Just like random excuses as to why and then when different women would be like, All right, I'm like not really comfortable doing it like this he would like harass them about it and mm. it's just like and i'm reading a message here right or i read a message that was saying like he offered facetime and then when they're like okay let's do facetime <laughs> mm-hmm. well you know what it'd be better if we skype yeah well you know what even if we facetime you know the camera's not working it's just always something comes up yeah you know and you said you were speaking on harassment like what types of harassment like messaging women multiple times they're like if if we if i oh, like, like didn't stuff. skype with them one night he'll like hound me the next day and like keep asking me about mm, it and i really i really need to see you yeah and it's like and it was always in the same thing like lingerie bathing suits bikinis you know stuff like that stuff that was really revealing a lot of women were like if i was wearing something like sheer or like kind of see-through he would like ask me to come closer to the screen and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, just real, real creep. Like, and the creepiest part is you can't even see that, like, see or hear this man. So God knows what he's doing on the other side of his computer screen. It's just, and it's just, it's just all not, not good. And one other piece of evidence here that's very odd is that you stated he will, he'll do the shoot with some of these. Not the shoot, but he will do the setup before the shoot, the pre meeting on Skype Mm -hmm. to see the outfits, you know. And then block them. He would block them. He would not speak to them again. And not talk to them anymore. Just not speak to them at all. They would never meet up for a shoot or no shoot was ever talked about after that. Or they would do multiple Skype sessions and still never anything. One girl said it was like after like two years and she was like asking him if his computer was if his you know computer was still broken and she's like why am i still asking this after all this time like if you're a professional and that's part of your job and you're working with all these big name brands and all that stuff why don't you have enough money to fix your computer i get a get a new computer or fix your computer or whatever you need to do in order to do your job in a more professional manner 
that don't make no sense. So it make any sense? Yeah, just just all of it doesn't doesn't add up. And that's uh, shoot, just to wrap it all up in a nice little bow. Uh, I think that's a perfect example of somebody who you know when he probably started out in the beginning. I'm hoping when he started out in the beginning, he wasn't a weirdo like this. I'm pretty sure he was a weirdo from the beginning. He probably might, more than likely, would have been. We need to stop trying to give these kind of men the benefit of the doubt. No, 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 no. Not just men. I mean people. I was just saying, as, like, as a person. Uh-huh. I'm hoping he didn't start out like this as a person. Okay. But uh, I'll tell you something. In middle school, I met very duplicitous people. Seventh grade, eighth grade, I met some people who are questionable at that age. You know, and it's just like you hope they grow out of that, but some of them grow into it, unfortunately, and it gets even worse. And you see stuff like this happen. He said one woman alleged that he, you know, he forcefully he forced himself upon her. Mm-hmm. You know, can't say the R word. Stuff Why not? Dinged. Oh, interesting. It's wild. It's weird. But uh, yeah, you talk about you know the c word or anything that they think. You can't talk about it. They won't let you do your thing. But, um, no, yeah, basically, she said he basically forced herself, himself upon her. Uh, there was some drugs involved with some Xanax and things like that. Mm. And she says, wow, she was incapacitated. He had his way with her. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past somebody who would probably touch themselves off screen while someone was modeling for them, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to them. It's terrible, you know. It's no wonder guys have such a bad look in today's society. Just because of the things that go on. that The things that happen to women, you go, wow. Men can be pretty terrible. But we want to... But then there's men out there who say... You shouldn't say men. You should say that person is terrible. It's the same as uh, generalizing how if some if one person was bad to your relationship, then now... Should I generalize it to every other woman or every other man? But then, mm, but the, the rule wouldn't exist without without that generalization. Some or not the rule, but the um, what's the what's the word? The exception wouldn't exist without the rule. I feel like so. I mean, I feel like you can say not all men all the time, all day, but that's the thing. The conversation is not about the men who are not like that. That's never what the conversation is about. So if we could just like move the conversation, we know it's not Stop all men. Stop trying to protect the men who are like that. It's like that, and it's like the same thing about with cops, where they'd be like, "Oh, not all cops are bad, but it's enough bad ones for enough bad things to happen to innocent people." And that's what we need to address. We need to fix that. We're not talking about the good cops. But there's enough good cops who are quiet about the cops that they know are bad. But the bad ones are now at the forefront. That's what you're saying. And the same, I feel like the same thing happens oftentimes with men. It's like men feel like anytime somebody says something about a man who has done something wrong, they feel the need to protect all men. It's well, like, this isn't about all men. <clears throat> it's never about all men. Not that. But there are enough men who do this thing to enough people for it to be a problem and that needs to be addressed and you as a man if you're one of the good men like you say you are need to be one of the people who speaks up as well when you see something like that happening because that's also part of the problem yeah just like i think a lot of guys get scared 
because they they just imagine like, well, damn, what if this dude's not really doing that? This situation isn't one of those. This situation is not possibly one of those where you go, eh, maybe this didn't happen. This with all this uh, with all these people coming out and making their statements and showing screenshots and evidence and proof that that's how this man moves and works. There's really no need for somebody to step back and be like, hmm, maybe he didn't do it. Well, like I was saying earlier, though, like there's sometimes a dude will get will read a story like that. Right. And he'll get scared for himself and be like, damn, what if somebody is making that up about that guy, and his life? Because immediately his life is going to be flipped, turned upside down immediately. Your life can change from just that allegation. And I hear what you're saying. As far as the... Why are we always trying to give the... Not protecting Accused person, the accused abuser, Uh the benefit of the doubt, rather than the many, many victims that come out and say that they were abused by this person. No, not those situations. I'm talking about situations where a person was lied on. For sure, they were lied on and they went to jail, went through the whole process, and then at the end, you find out they're lied on. I'm saying... But see, in situations like that... I'm, I'm saying there's men who are afraid... That that could be it. This is not one of those. But that's what I'm saying. Is that I there there are you. isolated this, incidents where there's one person who says something like that may have happened. I mean, Emmett Till. And a man was lied on, right? Exactly. You know how important that is. Like, we so black men, that. we scared as hell. That's that's fine. We just afraid somebody's life about to get lost. But at over the same time, yeah, I need to stop being so quick to dismiss. The person who had the courage to come out and say, hey, this person did this to me. That's messed up. People do that. That's not man-like. That's not woman-like to dismiss somebody immediately. You shouldn't do that. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I agree with you. You shouldn't just dismiss people or try to uh, push them off as crazy or make them seem like they just fucked over or fucked off because of whatever reason. Uh, I'm just saying for guys who have been lied on. Right or who do question this? Not the, well, not this situation. If you close friends with him, you probably I wouldn't even. If I was close friends with him, I'd have to look at him like a Z's Ansari and that one show that we watch sometimes, um, Master of None, where his buddy, his chef buddy, is super famous celebrity chef buddy. You know, a bunch of women started coming out, mm-hmm. and it's like this man is a a sexual deviant like yeah. he he assaulting women and then he got mad because aziz was like bro like i can't be attached to you and all these women are saying you're doing this stuff yeah. you know naturally a man will look at his buddy or another man and be like dog you doing something fucked up i can smell it but then you know we just be trying to look at everything and make sure we making the right decision not to ruin someone's life not saying that the person accusing them's life hasn't been ruined. If it is true, we just saying, shit, we got to look at both sides before we just jump in and be like, ah, he is guilty. This situation, though, <laughs> this nigga guilty. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, there is no room for maybe he didn't do it. Yeah. Because all these women is coming out. It's just it's it's just tragic because especially in the entertainment industry, I'm a photographer myself, and it it just sucks because you don't know who you can trust. I'll be scared for you sometimes, dude. When yeah, you go to shoots, that's the true. guys, I'll be like, man, please don't let it be a creep. Uh 
I mean, that's... But she takes shoots outside and stuff. Yeah, that's know. not usually, like, like a concern of mine, personally. But I imagine it's, like... I, I've come across very many women. I mostly photograph women. So, I've, a lot of them that I talk to have told me that they have, they've had experience with other, like, experiences with other photographers that weren't as easygoing. Mm. You know, and it's usually with men who are, like just being very abrasive or um, trying to like make like get people to do things that are out of their comfort zone so I feel like that's definitely something that and I think that's that's a good reason for more women to get into the photography industry um, because it is I mean it's a male dominated industry surprisingly but it's mostly women who are photographed so I mean I feel like it would just make more sense and probably make women a lot more comfortable if they had more women to, you know, especially for like nude shoots and, and bikini shoots and stuff like that. There are all kinds of creeps and pedos and just weirdos out here who make stuff like that very uncomfortable very quickly. And especially if you're like a model or something and you're doing that kind of thing for your job and you have to deal with a bunch of creepy photographers, that that's not pleasant. It's not a pleasant experience at all. So, who knows? This guy could be selling pictures of women that unknowingly let yeah. him see them in their bathing suits uh-huh. and all this stuff to other people or other guys who are yeah, creeps he could just have been like screenshotting them. them the whole time right. and just like saving them to recording some little, the like, folder in his computer. Like, right. just so much creepy, like creepo stuff that could be happening. And another notable thing about it is that when stuff like this happens, like I was telling you earlier, a lot mm-hmm. of times people feel like it's an isolated incident and so they don't say anything about it but this is a prime example of how you being quiet about something can just lead to that person having more opportunities to do that same thing to other people because for this to have been going on since 2012 2013 is like there are people talking about as late as 2020 who were doing the same thing so that's a span of seven or eight years and if somebody, if somebody, exactly, if somebody had come out earlier Jennifer and said, Lawrence. like, hey, I had this, like, unusual experience with this person. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> then other people probably would have come out a lot sooner. And this, this probably, well, definitely would have ended a lot sooner. So it's just, uh, you can't be afraid to speak up about those things. And then there were even people who had worked with him who were saying that he came back to work and would like tell them tell tell them about his different sexual escapades or like ways that he's lured young girls in using photography and stuff like that so like even those people probably just thought like it wasn't that big of a deal or maybe isn't something that should be talked about but like it's just when you're quiet about things like that it can just grow into something so much worse but you think it's like yeah i'm telling my bros i did some fucked up shit yeah they don't really know how deeply fucked up it is because you're telling them parts of the story exactly and not the full shit now you think you big mac daddy you you killing the game i getting all this pussy but really you just been coercing bitches manipulating sex with you by way of access and what you could offer them which that's not alpha. That's not man like to trick to trick a woman into your bed or to trick her into your space and then try and take advantage. It's like you gotta sleep with yourself. But some of these dudes are fine with that. They wake up in the morning, they eat breakfast and uh-huh. they're thinking about how they go manipulate a bitch into or a woman into doing what they gotta do. 
<sighs> Dang, man. And I, yeah, I want to say this because I am a man, but I get it. I get why, like, people will look at the political spectrum and they kind of agree with feminists and feminism about how men should be treated and stuff like that or how to look at men. But I still don't agree that you don't need men. I don't agree that the world will be a better place without us. Nobody Okay. I don't think anybody truly believes that. No, no. I feel like regular people don't believe that. Crazy folks, like extremists, who say stuff like that, you know. It's crazy. Um, But in any case, I appreciate you being on. Absolutely. You know, look, see, we got a little heat in the past for that, you know. Uh -uh. A little bit. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. You know, but anyways, uh, guys, this has been... Big wave sound media. I was about to say balls out for a second. My other podcast, uh, and we just wanted to bring this to you again. Brand new episode. Continue to check us out. You two, India. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I'm gonna try and get another episode out to you. As a matter of fact, in the next day or so. So stay tuned, and I love you. And uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for tuning in to a new episode of Big Wave Sound Media. And a lot of love to India for tuning in as well. <laughs>